What is going on, my bourbon and boxing fans, man? Welcome back to another episode. Once again, I am your host, Jeff, man. This is Bourbon and Boxing, episode 32. Thank you guys for joining me, man. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the fights over the weekend. I was a little sick, so I didn't get to watch all these fights, man. I was a little under the weather. If I seemed a little lackadaisical on my last episode, I want to apologize. I was not feeling that good, was trying to get through the episode, knew I had to get it done was just trying to get it done, so I apologize for a sloppy episode last time. But we're going to make up that for this episode. I went over, rewatched the fights over the weekend. Man, I'm going to go over that with you guys. It was a pretty good weekend for boxing. Uh, if I'm correct, four main events that turned out to be some really good fights. Not four main events, three main events. And they advertised Nick Ball and uh, Isaac Dogbo as a main event fight, but it was a co-main event fight. Really weird how they did that. But they uh, kind of overshadowed a great fight with Haney and Bentley. But we'll get into all that and much more news. Uh, fights coming up this weekend and results from last weekend. Man, thank you for joining me once again. Bourbon and Boxing, where the talk, where the drink is bourbon and the talk is boxing. Today our drink is Vernahim Original Bourbon Straight out of Kentucky. Um, this stuff, not bad. Thought I'd just try something different, just grab something off the shelf. I normally don't drink through the week, but I thought, heck, I've been feeling great this week, so why not have a couple shots? Back on my feet, feeling pretty good, ready to get an episode down the tube and get it going and talk to you guys about boxing, man. Get caught up on what happened this weekend for Monday because we got a big weekend coming this week coming up, so I don't want to have too long of an episode uh, on Friday, so I'm going to break that down. We're going to do an episode today which will also be our first episode on Spotify. So if you want to listen to it in the car on your way to work, whatever, man, check me out on Spotify also, where it is also under Bourbon and Boxing once again. Uh, and also, man, let's talk about our sponsor for the show, Brown Family Construction. Uh, for any of your construction needs in the northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area, please reach out to Brown Family Construction. You can find all their information on Facebook, or you can check them out. Uh, at the end of my show, I reveal all their information also, man. Brown Family Construction, where the name says it all, they treat you like family, man. Check them out for any of your needs, indoor or out. All right, guys. Once again, man, this is Bourbon and Boxing. What do we say? The show doesn't start till we take a shot of bourbon. Get it down the drain. Get the show rocking because that's what we like to do here. Drink some bourbon and talk some boxing, baby. I already told you guys what we were drinking on. It's not too bad. It is sure no Uncle Nestor, but it is not bad stuff at all for the price. About 32 bucks. Not a bad price for the bottle. 45%, guys. Not too bad. Ain't going to get you too shit-faced. Hammered. Uh, we'll see how the hangover is. I'll let you guys know that on Friday. But anyways, man, let's shoot this shot and get this show started, guys. All right, man, we're going to get into the fights over the weekend. And uh, the fight that I did get to catch, uh, because I was kind of confused, I thought the Nick Ball and Isaac Dogbo was the main event on the ESPN card. And like I said, I wasn't feeling that great. So I tuned in a little bit later uh, and kind of forgot that it was over. And the uh, I thought it was over in the U.K. But uh, over somewhere in the U.K. And... Uh, so I caught it. I didn't realize it was on early. Caught it late. Ended up catching the Haney versus Bentley fight, which I can't complain. 
it was the main event on that card. And these guys, from the beginning of round one, uh, they were out there throwing big shots. And I'll tell you what, Haney came to prove a point. He came to win a couple titles. He came to uh, put his name out there. He looked really, really good, man. And what was a great, uh, you know, he ended up winning the British middleweight title and the WBA Continental Championship belts. Uh, and it was a great fight, like I said. It started from round one. Haney attacked nonstop, landing the bigger punches and getting the decision at the end. And to see the excitement on his face, to see him collapse, you knew this is something that he had worked for, man. He really earned that fight to and, and earned those titles uh, on Saturday night. And a great fight against a great tough fighter in Bentley. And uh, he, he put it all out there. Uh, also, Bentley did. Gave up a good fight. Just came short. Uh, and Haney was the better guy that night, man. He earned those titles. And it was great to see him get them. And the one thing I love about the fights that I watched, that watching that fight, was the... Uh, UK atmosphere, and this, and this is not the. I've watched plenty of fights over in the UK, uh, not in person, but you know, through the telly. I've watched plenty of uh, fights over there, and man, I tell you what, the atmosphere, the energy that they bring to fights, it's just absolutely amazing, man. To see how they back their fighter, it doesn't matter who it is in the ring. The guy could have 14 losses, and if he's the home guy, they're they're in there cheering for him because they want him to win too. Uh, which is really awesome to see, man. I love how they back their fighters. I wish the Americans would do a little bit more of that with our fighters, man. Uh, you know, we, we don't seem to back them the way they do. We seem to like to root for the away guy more than we do the home guy uh, over here in the States. So. But, you know, hoorah to the hats off to the, uh, the U.K. fans over there in Britain. Man, they really love their boxing. They bring a great atmosphere, man. One day I'm going to have to go over there and check it out live. I've got to be in the middle of that type of atmosphere. Uh, I would love to feel that energy. Uh, put off that same energy that they are also, man. But anyways, man, that led into the, the co-main event of that fight. I had to go back and watch that, which was Nick Ball versus Isaac uh, Dogbo uh, fighting in the featherweight for a mandatory eliminator fight, these guys were. Now, everybody knows Isaac Dogbo. He's a former WBO cha uh, featherweight champion, uh, very experienced, good fighter. Nick Ball, I've watched uh, one time before, and I tell you what, this kid is a dozer, man. He doesn't really give you much opportunity to get comfortable, to set up anything. He attacks you, and he puts you on your back foot, and it seemed like Dogbo just couldn't get active uh, during the fight because he was just being attacked so much. And he was being absolutely bullied in the fight, being thrown around, manhandled. Uh, you know, Nick Ball just came to win that fight. And uh, he wasn't going to let Dogbo have any opportunity to win it. He won in a unanimous decision in, 12, in a 12-round fight. It did go 12 rounds. And when Dogbo was landing, he was landing some decent punches. He just couldn't get active enough, and it wasn't a good night for him overall, giving Nick Ball the win and now the mandatory in the uh, featherweight division uh, for the uh, title over there. Uh, he also, what I liked about Nick Ball, man, his power punches and combos were really nice. So it wasn't like he was just a dozer going in there and bullying a guy and being the more aggressive fighter. He had nice combinations that he was setting up also, so I don't want to put it out there like he's just this Rocky-style fighter. Uh, you know, he's a good, young, calculated fighter. He just knows how to use his aggression to his advantage, uh, his strength to his advantage, and he uses that in a, in a smart way, uh, not a Rocky-type way, and he put great combinations together. So great fight for Nick Ball overall over a great former champion and Isaac Do Dogbo. 
Uh, could be the end for Dogma, man. I don't know where he really goes after this. Uh, he's out of the mandatory speed. He's out of a championship title, in my opinion. So, But he's always going to be a good fight for somebody, so he's not out of the ring yet, in my opinion. He's got something left in the tank, I think. Uh, and then you had Adam Azim. Uh, he defeated Frank Petitagene in a 10-round... Ten round uh, with a with a stoppage in the tenth round, capturing the EBU title at 140, uh, setting up a mandatory fight against Enoch Polson. Uh, this is the first time I watched Adam Azim fight. Really watched the highlights, didn't watch the fight. He seems like a good fighter, man. I like him a lot. I don't know much about Enoch uh, Polson, but you know, let's see how that fight goes uh, over there in the UK, uh, European, uh, where he where he grabbed that title. So you know. Th- I don't know much about him. I'd like to see a little bit more on Adam Azim before I kind of give you my opinion on him yet. Uh, I liked what I saw, you know, in that fight uh, the other night where he got the stoppage. It seemed like the better fighter, obviously, and he's going to be a tough fight for anybody, but I'd like to see a little bit more on him. Uh, that moved me over to the Diego uh, Pacheco fight where he defeated uh, Corsais with a ninth-round knockout. Uh, and he ended that with a beautiful uppercut that sent uh, Corsairs to the to the canvas, and he was never never able to recover after that. Uh, Pachinko seems like a really Diego Pachinko seems like a really good fighter, guys. Uh, I don't know where he goes from here, but or who wants to fight him, but he's definitely going to be a threat uh, in his division. There, uh, let me see what division he is actually in. I have to look that up. I can't believe I don't know what division he is in. Uh, I don't know if he's in that. Seems like a bigger guy to me. So Let's see. But I'll check that out for you on here. But while we're checking that out, man, uh, we're, we'll go ahead and, like, that uppercut that he landed, guys, you got to go back and watch it. Uh, I mean, he dominated this guy most of the fight. He was in a, a little bit of trouble early in the fight. Uh, it looked like the first, second round, Corset uh, uh, landed a couple punches on him that were, were dangerous. Second round punch that he landed on him, that was a good punch. But after that, he kind of, uh, Diego took over and was never in trouble after that, man. Uh, let's see on his results. Definitely got to find out what division he is in. I can't believe I did not uh, really look that up. Just kind of watched the fight and didn't really... Like I said, man, I had a rough weekend, man. Wasn't feeling great. Uh, was under the weather, so I was... Uh, you know, if I watched anything, I was kind of lackadaisical about it, in and out. Uh, got a migraine, stuff like that. Stomach situations. Uh, but, yeah, he's a super middleweight. That's what I thought it was. A super middleweight. So he could, you know, he's talking about a fight against Ed, Edward, Edward Berlanga. Uh, and I think that would be a great fight for Berlanga. Berlanga needs to be challenged by somebody. I'd like to see him and Jaime Munguia match up. That would be a great fight. But let's not get too deep into that, man. I want to delve into the two big main events we got coming up this weekend, man. And in the women's division, uh, you got a uh, featuring an undisputed super lightweight title in the women's division, Chantel Cameron versus Katie Taylor. This is the second fight between these two ladies. Uh, Chantel Cameron is a big girl, uh, a lot bigger than... Katie, you saw the size difference in the first fight, and no matter what Katie was trying to do, Chantel had an answer for everything she did in the first fight. So I'm very interested to see what Katie can do in the second fight. I'll break that down for you guys on Friday. I don't want to get too much in detail with you. And to see what kind of changes she can make to make a difference in this fight, I honestly believe the size is too much of a difference for Katie. 
and sometimes you bite off more than you can chew no matter how good you are. Sometimes that size does make a big difference uh, in winning a fight or being the difference in her winning a fight. Uh, but we'll get more into that on Friday because that's two good fights coming up. And then on the men's side, of course, you're going to have David Benavidez fighting Demetrius Andrade, and that's going to be in the super middleweight division. That's going to be more or less a mandatory. If uh, Demetrius, if the Andrade or Benavidez win that fight, they're going to be in a mandatory for Canelo. So can Canelo duck any of these guys anymore as Demetrius Andrade has called him out for years and called out big fights for a really long time. So it's great to see Demetrius get the fight that he's talking about. Let's see if he can live up to the height, though, uh, and all that mouth that he has sometimes. Man, that's a uh, thing about Demetrius. He will talk it, but he seems to back it up pretty well. That's going to be a great fight, man. And the undercard on that, you're going to get to see Jermel Charlo back in the ring after almost three years out of the ring. It will not. It will be a non-title fight, which is really, really disappointing to me, guys, uh, not being a title fight for a guy who's been out of the ring so long after we see the IBF stripping guys of their titles, the WBC stripping guys of titles. But, yeah, we got a guy for three years uh, in the uh, in his division not you know, being active and not and not losing his titles and coming back and fighting a non-title fight against Jose Benavidez, uh, the young, the older brother of uh, David Benavidez. So, and then that's there's two other really great fights on that undercard, guys. I'll get into those on Friday. Uh, I don't want to make it too much. I want to have something left for Friday to talk about. So we will delve into that on Friday, man. Um, not a lot of news and boxing. Just a bunch of guys running their mouth about Shakur. Uh, you know, and his performance, and some of these guys that are talking it are the same guys that just had a bad performance himself. Ryan Garcia can't talk much when he didn't have a great performance against Tank. Uh, you know, De Los Santos, and I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw uh, Roly Ramirez, uh, or Roly, whatever his last name is, Roly talking a lot of smack about Shakur, saying, I told you he was a boring fighter, blah, 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 all this, but yet he wasn't able to beat him. Anyways, man. A lot of guys talking smack. That's all you're getting in boxing this weekend. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up, man. I just wanted to jump on here. Like I said, I will be now on Spotify doing a show. So if you want to listen on the way to work or whatever, man, jump in there and tune in on Spotify. This will be the first episode I'm dropping on there. This is episode 32 for my channel on YouTube. Like, subscribe on both of them, and uh, check us out, man. Give me an opportunity to talk boxing with you. I love to talk it. And if you want to talk back, I'm definitely going to comment and answer all your comments, man, and uh, delve into talking with you guys. I'd like to get a lot more interaction going with it. And uh, But, hey, I'd love for anybody tuning in. Got four new subscribers this week. Uh, definitely love it. People must be somewhat liking what they see. I uh, get contacted on Facebook about it. So, you know, keep joining me, and I'll keep bringing you guys boxing news and keep taking some shots of bourbon with you guys, man. Let's take one more shot, guys. Let's end episode 32 with a bang. And we'll get we'll catch up on Friday for more boxing coming up this weekend. Another big blockbuster weekend for boxing, guys. You got to tune in. They just keep giving it to us. Let's take this shot together. Also, check me out on Facebook. Check me out on Twitter. Check me out on Reddit. I'm on all those, man trying to keep updated with my sports on all of them, keep my show. Uh, I update my show on most of them, just use Twitter and that for my show. 
But uh, my Facebook group, Bourbon and Boxing, I keep up to date on all boxing news. So if you're looking for boxing news that's, news that's going on right now, you can click on there and find just about anything, guys. Uh, but once again, thank you for joining me, man. Let's take this shot together. Let's end episode 32, man. Uh, I'm Jeff. This is Bourbon and Boxing. Thank you, guys. <laughs>